The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Who's writing it? What do we got? Chip Oh, he is doing Chip Zdarsky. Let's boop in. Oh, wait, hold on. Same, just do like like a dick like straight at you. you. <laughs> Got talking to the top. Deep, deep Okay, so that's all staying in there. This is all staying in here. Comic. Here we are again, John. Would you care to introduce us? You're holding your mic wrong. Nope. Now I can hold. Okay. I switched his because he sucks. So now he can do whatever. Yeah. He's used to having a curve. Rebecca. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I don't like that. I just feel shame. Finger my I don't gills. I want zero eye contact. Finger my gills. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You <laughs> didn't want that, yet somebody <laughs> did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It was Ooh. great. Um sorry. You're totally good. Uh, uh, so uh, big shiny robot. Rebecca, John, me, Nick, me being Lucas. We're and we're gonna basement? talk some comics. We're in John's basement. Um, I hope there's 37 black crows posters. <laughs> At least 37. <laughs> they, they're uh, breeding with themselves and mm-hmm. replicating. Okay, so, comics. Spider-Man Life Story. I think there's five issues out, and I was surprised to hear that John hadn't read this, so I wanted to talk to John a little bit about it. What was your perception of this book? You thought it was like a Spider-Man Blue kind of thing? Well, yeah. Basically, Alan called me, and he's like, hey, there's this Spider-Man series coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. What is it? And he's like, it's basically retelling Spider-Man. And I said, no, thanks. <laughs> I've got him. Like, I, I understand where he comes from and what he's about. And I'm just going to keep moving forward with Amazing Spider-Man. And I do that with all the Spider spinoff books. I don't sure. pick any of them up. I just don't care. Like this Back in Black, again, series. I'm not reading that at all. The symbiote one? Yeah. It's pretty just, good. It's... Again, it, I'm sure it is. I just don't. It has to be something Already to really snag me. So yeah. the one you're referring to is uh, Symbiote Spider-Man. And Peter David, who wrote the original Symbiote costume yeah. stuff, he's doing some new stories in it. Of course, being that Far From Home just came out, it takes place with Mysterio. Yeah. And um, it's when he's first becoming more of a villain and less of a joke. And actually, like, murdering people. And that's that's the other part. I don't love Peter David. Yeah. Like, he's I read right. a lot of his... I'd say the whole Hulk run, mm. and it was, nah. Like, there's moments here and there, but overall, I just don't care. And that's part of it is, like, I just knew what I was going to get with him. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's ever anything out there, you know? It's just kind of your formulaic comic story, and so I stay away from it. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that. So this Spider-Man life story, I think, is more unique based off of what you're describing, and I think you'd like it because of that. It's written by Chip Zdarsky, I think say say his name. Yeah, who yeah. did uh, Sex Criminals. Mm-hmm. And Duck. he's doing uh, oh, Daredevil right Daredevil. now. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. I actually the really like it. award winner. Yeah. Also illustrated by Mark Bagley from Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man, yep. which is his big claim to fame. When is all that shit hitting Hulu? Because they're doing a Howard the Duck and something else on Hulu. Oh, they're doing a ton of stuff. Modoc. 
Yeah, and uh, Dazzler and uh, sorry, I just totally Ty. changed our no, name. I'm so excited for Moda. I don't know if you guys <laughs> remember two, three years ago. That was my favorite yeah, book of that... Secret Wars. That was the greatest four issue run. Uh oh, my notes are gone. They were making sound effects. So, uh, Spider Man <laughs> Life Story. Yeah, the fir- it starts in the '60s with Spider. You're good. I don't. Perfect. So uh, the difference being in this, it reads like one long what if story, and each uh, issue takes place in the different decades. So sixties is the first, uh, and a couple little things change in the first issue that you think like, oh, this isn't just a retelling. They're kind of changing this up a little bit. Like, and but each issue is also whatever the biggest thing happened in that decade. So like the eighties one is obviously Craven's last yeah. hunt. The difference being that Spider-Man didn't get rid of the symbiote costume, and it's part of what helps him get out of the situation. Okay. Um, my favorite thus far was the issue that came out this last week, which was the 2000s. So at this point, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this for you. Yeah, is that, what did they, is it like Civil War, Aunt May's death, or what did they? So leading up to this last issue, um, during the Clone Saga stuff in the 90s, Yeah. Um, so Peter and MJ have had a falling out long before this. They have two kids, but their relationship didn't last because it wouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he's in his what, 30s or 40s in the 90s. So he decides he's done being Spider-Man and he leaves Parker Industries because they do it a little earlier mm-hmm. to Ben Riley, And Ben Riley becomes Peter Parker mm. because the Jackal has told them that he's the real Peter Parker. Yeah. So Peter Parker says, okay, great. You have it. You run with it. I'm going to go live a different life. Yeah. And he goes back to MJ. So they're living out in the woods with their kids. No no Spider-Man. He's not Spider-Man yeah. at this point. But we find out he's actually been doing the Ben Riley Spider-Man stuff here and there to help out. Okay. But then Peter Parker gets killed by Moreland in the 2000s. Because yeah. he thinks he's the totem and he's not. Yeah. He turns to dust. Realizes there's a real spider totem out there somewhere. Oh, Spen Riley gets killed. Yeah. Fake Peter Parker. Yeah. Okay. And then Peter. Yeah, but John's keeping up. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. (laughs) So then this 2000s issue, which is my favorite thus far, it's a. Yeah, Tony Stark won the Civil War. There's a superhero registration, and Peter Parker's come back to say, I'm going to run Parker Industries. And they know that Peter Parker's Spider Man because this fake Peter Parker just died. And so he gets in line with Cap. While Moreland's trying to kill him and his kids, it's great. It reads as one That's, big long uh, Elseworld. Story, yeah, I know the Spider Totem stuff. I always enjoy their uh, War of the Realms. Just ended. Jason Aaron. How is that? I was wondering if it's, it was any good. It's interesting, um, but my favorite part of it is for sure Peter is leading like an army of giant Asgardian man-eating spiders because he is the spider totem. Really? Like they don't speak at all, but they will all follow him and he's so uncomfortable about it because they just keep eating people. It's only like two panels, but I got such a kick out of it. And is that in the main story or is that, that is, Yeah, it was a uh, issue five of six in the actual story. You okay. just get like these two panels. He's like, uh... So you guys are eating people. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna go. I saw some panels of him like talking with a horse. Yeah, is that from the main title? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Peter apparently has some helmet that he can talk to the horses. Amazing. Uh, didn't do any War of the Realms tie-in. Uh, yeah, notice that uh, there were only a hand. Like Thor's obviously super deep into it, and mm-hmm. then it was X Men did one, Fantastic Four did one, and Iron Man did one. And so- I think other than that, there weren't. 
Uh, and maybe one of the Avengers books, but I don't read Avengers at all. So what's the premise on War of the Realms? Like the kickoff? So you have Malekith, who is the leader of the Dark Elves, okay. Realm of the Ten Realms, and he basically unites eight of the realms, which then take down Asgard because Odin kind of writes it off as like, oh, another uprising, no worries. Mm-hmm. And they overthrow Asgard and all like the final battleground is Midgard. Oh, really? Yeah. And so you just, New York, well, the whole world, it's basically like uh, Loki's dad gets, I think he's, uh, he takes uh, Canada. <laughs> You know, and like they split up the world, sure. all the Thor big name trolls. Interesting. Yeah. All that. So it's a big stuff. Thor. Yeah. It's just a huge series. Thor thing. Um, Jane Foster's big in it. Um, Was she still Thor? She's not right now. And she spinning out of this is the new Valkyrie series. And she's a Valkyrie. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. She's like the all-mother right now. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds interesting. It was it was good. You know? It wasn't, it wasn't like as big as I thought it would be. Um, but it, it's, it was a fun the read. The main title was a fun read? Yeah. And Thor. I mean, you need to read Thor throughout it. I think my favorite is they brought Odin's brother back from Fear Itself. God of Fear. Yeah, yeah. And like they actually reconciled, and he's a great character and then you get some backstory like the thor just kind of gives you it stopped being thor and it's like backstory on odin's brother and then it goes to because venom plays a huge part in this like the first time asgard encounters the symbiotes and just some fun stuff Hmm. in there that sounds pretty cool yeah speaking of the symbiotes what's this absolute carnage do you know what this thing is a solicitation Again, just all over it, it's been building Maybe. for a while i actually have it it's sitting right over there the the previous book it's on the cover if i'm not mistaken because that's crossing over all the spider books isn't it yeah i don't just stayed away from it you know if it's Carnage not amazing like i don't do 90s. it 90s totally and yeah. i think part of it is i reread totally. that about a year ago and i was like this is not good it's not great. It's not great. The video it game is. was the best part of it. Oh my god, love that, dude. Th- Me well, and my brother played soundtrack the jelly out of that. something or other. Green Jello? Yeah. Green <laughs> Green Jelly now. They yeah. were yeah. Jello and they got seen. Sing it. Do you remember them? Three Little Pigs Claymation music video. Great stuff. Sing it. Maybe I'll remember it. I mean, there's no words in the video game. Yeah. Just... Hum it. No. Sorry. Yeah, my Sorry, brother Rebecca. and I yes played and the me, hell motherfuckers. out of that. Oh, I love yes that one. And. This is the second one with the you could both play as Spider-Man and Venom. Separation anxiety. Oh, yeah, so great, so great. We need to do a game night for that. Uh speaking of Spider-Man, just I'm gonna throw this out there. I I'm know we're getting sidetracked. Episode. No, this is great. Uh, replaying Marvel Ultimate Alliance three because Tyson kept skipping through all the dialogue. <laughs> Spider-Man makes like a very he makes a quip about. Gwen Stacy's murder. It is like the darkest, <laughs> weirdest thing. <laughs> okay. I can't remember exactly what it was because it's been a week since I hit that thing. But it's basically they're going up on the roof to fight Green Goblin. And he's like, things never end well on roofs with the Goblin. Just like lightheartedly <laughs> like, he murdered my girlfriend. 
<laughs> like it was very uncomfortable. Yikes. And Tyson, Peter. that's why you listen to the dialogue. You talk <laughs> to everybody. Yikes, you yikes, never yikes. know what you're gonna get. Oh man. Yeah, What's it was Dr. very Strange? weird. Like somebody that's made rough. a meme about Doctor Strange giving Spider Man shit and he's like, Listen, you're gonna cast the catch these hands faster than you could catch Gwen Stacy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's just a And maybe we're just there because like Spider Gwen's in the game, and since there's an alternate oh. version, we can laugh about it now. Makes you know, sense. makes sense. She's that's still kind of how I feel about it. Like she's here, so I might as well just make that's a so joke we, about yeah, the, it. Is she in the six one six now, or is she still in her own universe in the she's, comics? I don't know because I don't read Ghost Spider. I have it, but I haven't been reading it. It's and I a, really need to stop getting it. Yeah, it's okay. okay, listen here, you little shit. My goddamn name is actually Stephen fucking Strange, and you better bet your ass I'm a real-ass doctor, too, because I got an MD, PhD, and was recognized for years as the top neurosurgeon in my field. You say any more shit like that, you might as well catch these... You might as well call these hands Gwen Stacy, because you're going to catch them real fucking bad. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's quite... The, so I remember good. that deleted scene. Also, like... Peter would kick the shit out of Doctor Strange. Can we be honest? A- he, with Spider-Sense, would be ahead of that magic the entire time. The totally. YouTube channel Film Theory just put out a video this week about who's the strongest Spider-Man of the three, of uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Very the strongest? Fa- like, who's the the best, most powerful Spider-Man of those three? I think fun Tom watch. Holland. It was a fun watch. Well, who, who was it? I'm not going to spoil it. you got to go watch it. Fuck. Gotcha. All you got to know is Andrew Garfield fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was the weakest for sure. I would think Tom Holland would be the strongest based on the feats they do in the movie. Like the fairy? Yeah, but well, then I'm thinking all right, like... I'll tell you. All right, I'll tell you. The train, the that's Raimi what ones. I'm weighing over. And Iron we Man... We first before you tell yeah, us. No, Iron Man good. uses the jet projectile things to help keep the fairy together. You're led to believe he would not be able to hold that together had Iron Man not shown up. Well, and he carries like that whole tram in the first movie where he's holding it with the one arm and lifting it up. Remember that? Who this video that? goes into the math. It's, well, oh and God. it's awesome. Are you talking about the last movie? No, no, no. The Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, the, ver- the Spider-Man 1, when the tram, the like Green Goblin shoots it and the cable goes down and he catches it and he has to catch MJ at the same time. Hmm. That's a can't be light. It is a tie between Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland. That's stupid. That's a cop out. But then he's like, okay, but we didn't even consider Miles Morales. And so he introduces Miles Morales and how Miles Morales versus Peter B. Parker, whereas Peter B. Parker is the equivalent of uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. So he's already pretty powerful. But he gets bested by Miles Morales, who's only had two days experience as Spider-Man. So really, Miles Morales is the most powerful of all the Spider-Man. Well, yeah, I guess you could say that. Which, again, I don't believe, right? Because Peter is the spider god. He's the the totem. He should be the most powerful. He's he's comparing Miles Morales' two days days of being Spider-Man and inexperience versus Peter B. Parker's like 40 years. Yeah, but is he taking into account that Peter's like out of practice at this point and he's been depressed and divorced? But has the experience behind him. Mm-hmm. Who did this video? Mm. Lucas and I are going to write a letter after this episode. <laughs> Strongly worded letter. I'll link it. I'm going to tag Tyson letter. in it. Sign so it. Tyson maybe maybe just it. USB with a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> on it. Off the cuff, I'm going to say Tobey Maguire based on the bitch. feats in the movie. As far as strength, though. We'll see. And I guess that's where 
I don't. I think Toby Tom Holland, Holland right? Because that movie ended. He was in college by the second See, full movie. Full-grown boy. Full-grown boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still. Well, I guess he did hold up that clock tower in this last movie. I mean, he went to space. Yeah. Tony McGuire didn't go to space. Well, I'm not. I'm just talking strength. Yeah, I know. And he's stronger because he went to space. I think think that takes strength. I mean, he rode on a rocket. Exactly. Outside of the rocket, the G-force alone. Mm -hmm. True. Let's talk about Spider-Man some more. (laughs) No, I want to talk about House of M or X. So Spider-Man. House of MX. House of M. No more mutants. I've never read that. I wonder uh, if they'll do that in the that movies. That last scene was man. so heckin' good. We're, we're, that was a while ago. Qu- so Quicksilver is uh, Quicksilver died, and Wanda's like, meow. No. meow. Like, you did, like, this is because my father was so upset that oh, mutants versus people, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, you know what? No more mutants. And then just alters heckin' reality mm-hmm. so that there's no more no more mutants I read that. yeah and then yeah. peter parker yeah I, the spider-man what if and that's real good but go on no that's that's where i stopped okay. reading because i, I, didn't, we can talk I about only Spider-Man read the house more. of m like arc i didn't read anything before or after that. that's where x-men gets great because there are mutants there's only like 101 of them and they just get killed off so quickly it is because oh, no. <laughs> they go to what's the sanctuary they set up Genosha. You know, Genosha. it's like uh, Island that's, X. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That... You're not creative. You can't just put an X on everything. <laughs> well, because, like, know where you are. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> because in House of M, like, Genosha is, like, destroyed or whatever. Okay. And so then Wanda, like, alters reality so that her family is, like, reigning supreme over Genosha. And okay. all, all everybody gets their happily ever Genosha. after that they want. Whatever. Genosha. Yeah. Gift. Of course, you should say uh, wrong. I don't know if it's on your comicsology. You should read the Spider-Man House of M. I have I it right it over there. Stop trying to lend me stuff. I got I'm just it. It's get, just I sitting pay, there. I it's paid seven dollars a month for comicsology uh, unlimited. But we're I sitting in the a library thing right here. now. Yeah. So the basic premise of that is Uncle Ben doesn't die, and Peter, before Ben died, he went on a game show. Was it a game show? He's on like a reality series. He's, He's well before in the sixties or when oh, he was first. Yeah, yeah. That's true to the story. Yeah. And so Peter ends up getting an ego. Gwen never dies. And Peter becomes like a pretty awful guy. <laughs> because oh, similar to, to the original Spider-Man, when X-Men appears, Peter goes to the X-Men to cure himself, thinking he's a mutant. And mm-hmm. within House of M, he just pretends he's a mutant. He knows uh, he's not a mutant. I forgot about that. And his family knows he's not a mutant, and he just tries to live the lie. And his partner Ben Grimm ends up selling him out. Ah, uh, yeah, pig fucking okay, because yeah, his it, head gets too <laughs> too big. That's some of my favorite stuff with the. Uh, <laughs> it got real bad. Spider Man when he's first running into the X Men, and people are asking like, "Is he a mutant?" He's like, "I'm not a mutant, but not that there's anything wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong felt, with that." Yeah. I felt really bad during his. House of M, like his appearance in House of M, because like his life is so happy, and then he gets reminded of what life actually is, and he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's you got Peter Parker in a story, you got to get him kicked down. Yeah, three it was or four pretty notches. brutal, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't want to do this again." <laughs> it's sad. It was it super was so sad. sad. Yeah. I felt that way about Banner too. He like mm-hmm. finally had what he wanted. 
In anyway, a lot of ways, yeah, I'll borrow it since it's not on Comixology. <laughs> okay, I got it all. It is for like seven. Spider-Man. So, do we think that's what? I guess they can't do that with the ones. What's uh, what's House of X? House of X. Yeah. So Hickman, I guess, walked into Marvel and was like, "I got a story idea, but you have to cancel everything." And they were like, "Okay." And so <laughs> now X Men is just House of X and Powers of X. And it's a bummer because leading up to this, what's been going on is uh, X Man. Nathan Summers from the Age of Apocalypse universe breaks through to the 616 universe and becomes this like crazy Jesus figure and tries to save everybody and ends up building a universe that is the combination of like Kitty Pride's vision, Apocalypse's vision, hmm. and uh, Legion. Sounds intense. And it just is like a world where mutants are the only species. But there's no family. He's like, all your conflicts involve relationships. And so we're just going to remove relationships. <laughs> and so it's like everyone lives alone and it keeps breaking because all these people who love each other start hooking up. Sure. And he's like, we need a villain, someone who. And so Apocalypse then becomes like this hippie free love character where like he's completely nonviolent. He's just urging people to touch each other <laughs> and it completely falls apart. And the other half of this is the only people left in the world that are mutants is pretty much Emma Frost, who no one knows exists because she wiped her mind or her existence from everybody. Scott Summers is back. Logan's there magic and a handful of like low-class x-men banshee hmm. havoc and they're trying to figure out where everyone is and then decide like we're the last ones left so let's make a stand but really they think they're working for the avengers and it's mystique the whole time as captain america oh really and they're just doing the bidding of mr sinister who's trying to jumpstart the population again so everyone ends up breaking out of this false world comes back and they just kill off a ton of x-men magic's dead kitty pride's dead they just fucking kill all these people because it doesn't matter because house of x is I was happening like, then this so was, all of a sudden this it's over and you have this just... whole new whole new series which yeah. is great though i yeah, thoroughly i have i have to go pick up powers, powers of, of x, x tomorrow uh but house of x was i mean you know I love Magneto. Obviously, that was like the best Magneto. Yeah, so describe like, what happens in House of X because like, I don't know anything about X-Men, so I couldn't even begin to. I mean, you don't really know. All of a sudden, the book starts with Magneto greeting a like uh, series of like ambassadors. delegates, ambassadors, and they've created their own country, which is Krakow, which is uh, this living mutant oh, it's where yeah, the yeah. mansion has been for a while now it's like their defense mechanism but it's basically the earth right hmm. but there's like this plant that creates. grows and creates its own like ecosystem and allows travel between these two separate like planets almost well teleporting anywhere yeah. that there's another hmm. one of these ecosystems right but only mutants but i mean it can do anybody but mutants get like what, a racist <laughs> mutants get a free pass but it you like, if you're not you with a mutant ask, invited it no, will right. just yeah. disintegrate you basically oh wow Super and so racist. it's <laughs> these delegates coming and magneto's given the tour and he's like here's what we're doing the x-men have created three drugs 
for the human race and free three for the mutant race and it one is like adds complete like, one adds like five years to your life one cures one is a vaccine for everything it and just, then one helps with like memory yeah issues so like if you have like brain alzheimer's disease. or dementia it helps with like brain diseases hmm. and they give this to the human population they're like on Here's one our condition leave us the fuck alone mm-hmm. and so it's this delegate all these people checking it out and he's giving the tour and they're asking all these questions. How do we weaponize it? Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, at the end of the book, you realize they are all, they're not peaceful delegates. They're all military from all Mm -hmm. these countries. And Magneto's basically like, we know who you were the second you walked in here, leave us alone, accept our gifts or we'll wipe you out. And like he does it so matter of factly. It's so great. It's just that perfect, like menacing, but like, I now have the power to back up my fucking genocidal claim. <laughs> so don't fuck with us. We are being courteous right now. Really? And then Professor X is on this like weird planet thing with like a giant helmet yeah. walking around. He has like he created does. this whole thing. So he's just walking around being God. Yeah. So Xavier, this is just the first issue. This is the first issue. And it was so great. I read like the director's cut. So it just felt like a thousand pages long. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it's very Hickman. If you've yeah. read Hickman, hmm. you know what I'm talking about. I can't but like, so House of House of X and Powers of X, like they come out every other week. Yeah, it's gonna be six of each or twelve of each. I forget. I think, I think it's, it's six, six of, of each, each, twelve in total. Yeah. And so House of X seems to be all about the lay of the land and how everything kind of operates, and Powers of X. From what I've read, just in previews, it kind of jumps to like a hundred or a thousand years in the future. Mm. And it seems like Sinister, in a way to save the mutant race, has like spliced all these people. So they introduce this character that has the last name Rasputin. She's got the soul stored like magic. She has Colossus's power. She has a Wolverine healing factor. She's got the Summer's laser eye. And she basically, he's created all these people that can have five abilities all at the same time. Hmm. But they also call it the world. And that goes back to Grant Morrison and Phantom X, where he was created in the world, which is this self-contained microverse where time moves much differently. And so we don't actually know, is this real or are they all in a simulation? for lack of a better term. And that's uh, very much a Hickman thing to do. Hmm. So we'll see. Sounds interesting. It's a great place to start with X-Men. This is like a fresh start. I highly, yeah, the first issue I was stoked. I went to Mary Ellen, had a big smile on my face, (laughs) and she's like, what? And I was like, X-Men. And then I realized (laughs) she did not care what I was about to say, and so I just... Talk to myself for a while. <laughs> but I mean, like even like that. wrote in my journal. But, like even know? I, I picked it up and I read it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm on. I don't know anything about X Men. I am on board." Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty check cool that out. book. So, Lucas, you brought a toy. Oh, I mean, it's not too noteworthy, but they are you gonna, uh, are you gonna open that? What are you gonna do with? Well, that? I just barely got. Oh, it. you got that. Okay. So. For, uh, how do we want to start this? Batman. They did a Batman versus the Ninja Turtles crossover. Uh, I think Tyson's probably the only one that's seen it, right? Why did probably, they make yeah. Michelangelo Batman? So they did a whole series of toys that you can see here on the back. 
And then for San Diego Comic-Con, I'm guessing there's a scene in the movie where Michelangelo must put on the cape and cow yeah. because that's what this figure is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, was, I think Tyson's the only one that watched it. Yeah. I was... I've, I've read the first volume. I haven't picked up the second or it third. It scary. Well, the I think this is based off the animated feature. Yeah, did. yeah, which is based off is based off the at least the yeah. first one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw that. It looked fun, and that was before they'd advertised all these other ones. And now I actually kind of want it less that they're doing all these other figures. Bat turtle. Because <laughs> it feels less like unique, yeah. you know. It's an exclusive to GameStop. So does. not this, but these are. All oh, those other ones are. Yeah, I really like the figure arts ones that they put out. I really don't like but... Donatello's head. And that was the thing is. Yeah, you tell him. I was like, it looks like a Lego head. I wish it was just a one-off. This one, the purple one, does look pretty weird. So, where's Michelangelo? I I don't have a lot to say other than I got it and I might turn around and sell it in a couple months. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, That's a that's a very Lucas thing to do. Yeah, and that's why I haven't necessarily opened it. They they put this out. It's a cool figure, but then they announced all these other figures, and I think there's another couple on top of this too that you can get. Um, So there's. You buy them in two packs, and they end up being like 40 or 50 bucks a pack. Hmm. I don't remember. I'm not going to get those, and having this one is not as cool. Or maybe I'll give it – don't tell Cassidy. And I don't know that he listens to this, but there's a good chance I'll just give it to Cassidy at some point because <laughs> I give him all my Ninja Turtle crap. Fair enough. It was like 20 bucks. It's not uh, crazy. Speaking of Comic-Con, did we ever talk about the Disney shit from Comic-Con? Dude, like all the series and stuff. Do we talk like about it on the, the podcast? Marvel you can read about it at BigShinyRobot.com. No, I don't want to read. I don't want to have a conversation did, with my friends. I spent time making a thing. Rebecca yeah, did a really good article. I know. I yeah. read it. But did we talk about it? I don't know. I don't, think we, I don't so, think we did. Because we, well, we were talking about House of M. And so it sounds like Wanda is going to start getting some really fucking cool stories. Yeah. So WandaVision. So, yeah, what's that about? It, is that like House of M? Or so what is, WandaVision ties into the Doctor Strange movie, which is going to be like the first horror movie. I'm pretty stoked of the on MCU. that. Yeah, they're doing like witches and wizards, like multiverses join of up. madness or something. But yeah, I oh, think wow. with the purchase of Fox, right, they can now kind of rewrite rewrite uh, Wanda's story a little bit. But right? I think that's why, like, yeah. they incorporate her into the multiverse and that yeah. way you get the wanda vision that she's talked about that has like a 50s vibe and i like well, the logo for that and then i just i'm curious how they're going to pull vision back into it they that it's, it's dead it's yeah a, it's multiverse right they said so, the show is not but i think the show the comes first that's just she's, no one... she said it has like a 50s vibe okay that's how she described it okay hmm. It's the, yeah, the description I've read is like, well, it's in the present, but the multiverse is involved. So I think they end up on like a 50s But here's world. what I also don't oh. like is they're, interview- they're introducing Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Oh, yeah, grown up. Grown up Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Why don't you like that? Well, it's a weird place to put her. We haven't seen it. Yeah, I agree. But it also, it's we haven't seen these series. I hope they register more of like... Uh, long movie like a split up movie as opposed to how most of the marvel shows have been so far yeah but i do kind of like like they're taking phase four yeah phase four and because now you have disney plus they're introducing the concept of like you have to watch the tv shows now and the movies in order to get the full picture how else are you gonna force people to buy your subscription (laughs) whereas before like they like they had their tv shows and their movies but they didn't necessarily tie in together no the tv shows reference the movies yeah, yeah but they not didn't, the other way they tied yeah. in but they didn't matter but i feel like now with phase four and uh disney plus they're gonna be like 
you won't get this unless you watched WandaVision. Yeah. I wonder what they're building towards, too, as far as an Avengers-style movie, like what the crossover is going to be. I bet they don't do another one like it. Mm. I don't. I think the multiverse is gonna we're gonna get a some reprising roles from the people who retired Mm -hmm. but like in a different way so we'll see i could see like a chris evans cap chris evans as iron man cap you know that type of stuff Mm -hmm. where like things go a little different but it's a great way to boost your ticket sales because you bring these people in for like 10 minute segments on different earths, you know? Do you yeah. think they're testing that out yeah. with the animated What If series? That's going to be interesting. I don't know. Too. I'm so stoked. For, I love those. One what of them books. is, uh, yeah. the one of them so is Peggy many. Carter, yeah. Captain America. Yeah, that one sounds really good. And they have like all of your original voice actors, like all yeah. your original actors coming yeah. back to the voices of their characters, too. I'm really excited about it. How do you feel about the Thor stuff as a group? Ooh, that That's was... going to be interesting. I was pretty stoked to see that. I'm, I'm just like, Natalie Portman has been so vocal about how she doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but Natalie Portman wants to get paid. Well, did yeah. you notice? So Thor 2 was supposed to be a female director. You probably know this, but I'm, anyway, Thor 2 was supposed to be a female director. That was part of her contract. Mm. And so they changed that at the last minute, and that's why she was so pissed. Oh. And so that's part of why she fell out of the series. Interesting. You'll notice, I think, three of the movies coming up have female directors. So mm-hmm. I wonder if part of her contract coming back was... Hey, remember this? We need more. Well, that of this. and they make her more. They don't make her a love interest. They make her a. As far as we know, I mean, yeah. maybe she just has a hammer and it's the love interest. Well, also, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just bummed. Like I really wanted Asgardians of the Galaxy to be a thing. Oh yeah, and that's sounds not like a it's thing not going to be officially. Well, yeah, because this is coming out before Guardians. Because well, they're Suicide like, Squad yep, is... Thor. He gets to outer space, but then he goes his own way. Yeah, and, like mm-hmm. that's. Well, they, just, I'm that's betting they had a planned until they fucked up and fired yeah. James Gunn because they're dummies. I bet you're right. Because now he has other contracts that he has to. But also, you guys, Blade. Oh, fuck yeah. I never in a thousand years thought that they would do Blade. I love that he called them up. <laughs> he and said, called them. Give he me got that Blade. His, he gets yeah. his Oscars for Green Book, calls up Kevin Feige, and is like, I want to be Blade. And he's like, okay. Sure. We can do that. <laughs> Who knew it was that easy? I mean? don't, I mean, do you think I, I don't think it's Mark? that shocking. Blade was a successful a series. Rated R. Rated R. It opened the door. I mean, it really mm-hmm. was kind of the first Those first comic two I book. love. For Marvel, outside of like Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher, which oh, wasn't God. really the Punisher, that remember that? Because Blade that was before X Men, wasn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, Blade was the first it was in the nineties, and those were great. Yeah. I mean, Blade was decent. Blade Two is a fucking awesome, awesome movie. movie. <laughs> so awesome. Blade Three <laughs> is great as a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. I love Blade Three. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Great. Fun. It's yeah. fucking um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, just being Ryan Reynolds because he was acting alone. Wesley Snipes wouldn't actually go on set mm-hmm. and do anything with anyone. He wouldn't break character. Fucking Wesley Snipes. Uh, Wesley Snipes ever... wasn't in that movie. You read about yeah, it. He had he his stunt not. double do virtually anything that didn't require a close-up on his face. There's one the where they have a close-up, and he wouldn't open his he eyes. He so they to open CGI his eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah. That's it's insane. great. I didn't know that. And then you got Chris Christopherson and the other one. Outlaw oh, Country, baby. I love it. Oh, I oh, love yeah. those movies. I unapologetically yeah, love those movies. Yeah, they're great. So I'm stoked. And Blade has been like a huge character within Marvel still. Mm-hmm. Like he's a big part of uh, War of the Realms. Really? There's Savage Avengers right now, which is crazy, by the way. Marvel like re-got the rights to Conan. And so you have <laughs> a team that is Blade, uh, 
Wolverine, Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> Daredevil, or not Daredevil, uh, Electra, and Venom, I believe. What? That's it is a crazy team. <laughs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. And there's a current Wolverine versus Blade series going on. I want them to right turn now. it around on That's Venture bonkers. Brothers. Let's get Blade and Doctor Strange and somebody <laughs> to fill in for the other guy. <laughs> Those, I mean, my favorite. Those three guys. <laughs> I've been watching. Your pretty face is going to hell. Henry Zabrowski. Oh my god, it is very funny. I, I absolutely haven't watched it. I just love know it exists. Show. Yeah, it is. It is pretty entertaining. First season, I was like, I don't know, and then I kept watching it. And once it gets developed, it's it's great. It is. It's got one of the guys good. from last um, podcast on the left. Oh, it? gotcha. And uh, Dana White, okay. who does the voice of Master Shake and the Alchemist on Venture Brothers. That's his name, the Alchemist. Yeah. Was this a cartoon? No, 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 it's, it's a, a live, live action. action. They're all demons in hell. It's t- each episode's 10 minutes, and it's Zabrowski is just like the worst demon. Cannot <laughs> successfully complete anything. Is this on like Hulu? Or? It's on Adult the, Swim. It's yeah. on Adult Swim, but it's all on Hulu right now. Yeah, they all put all three seasons are on there. All hmm. seven seasons of Venture Brothers yeah, are on I there. Yeah, I just right watched now. the newest season of Venture Brothers. I was right. telling Lucas was about the so Brown good. Widow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that great, picture. Great character. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as the Marvel Disney stuff, was there anything else? I mean, I'm stoked. I mean, I didn't I'll be care buying and now this. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing it. I'm curious about the last Mandalorian. Oh yeah, Favreau's yeah. Mm-hmm. Star yeah. Wars series. Did you see the? Was it? Were you talking about in the podcast channel the advice George Lucas gave John Favreau? No, about it. He's like, remember, like this is like just do what you want. This yeah. is for kids. Don't make this for the fanboys. Yeah, which I think is like yes, please. Mm, yeah, do exactly. That makes what you me want. less excited about because <laughs> you want us to be for the fanboys. I, I mean, you're not I owed anything. No, totally not, totally not. But with Favreau, yeah, I was hoping for a little like it's going to be kid oriented for sure. But I was hoping it wasn't like directly for kids. I guess I don't want it to step on itself trying to reference. The Clone Wars cartoon or Rebels no, no. or the movies and or drop Boba Fett reference. Like, well, and that's be its own thing. part of it, right? It's like Mandalorians is Jenga Fett's people. And so mm. I was really hoping for like a kind of gritty bounty hunter show, which I knew I wasn't going to get, but I had held out hope for. And you just crushed that hope right there. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Just burned it down. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that it will happen that way. How much is Disney Plus going to cost? It's cheap. It's like less than 10 bucks. For now, yeah, I, was gonna I say, think they will gonna, jack that. Is it like eleven ninety nine? I thought it was less than ten, but I could be wrong. I just hope they're not going to use ESPN. I bet they'll do like Hulu, and yeah. they'll do it tiered where it's oh. twelve, and then if you want all the old Disney movies, it's X, and then if you want these other ones, it's X. Which honestly, whatever. I just upgraded my that Hulu to no commercials. Isn't it life changing? Oh my god, is the life changing? I wish you ever. could do both. I wish you could do the no commercials on like that stuff but also have the live tv because i want the sports package yeah. and you can't do that oh really so i have to have commercials and all the shit that i watch in order to be able to watch like sports on there yeah it's fucking stupid yeah they gotta work that out the end cool this episode has been brought to you by the bohemian brewery located at 94 east fort union boulevard in midvale utah please make sure to like and rate us on itunes 